0: Welcome to the Station Tapes on 21Soul, I'm your host, Lewis Marks, and on this podcast I share intimate interviews with some of the best musicians in the world. In my role at rope I interview each artist as we prepare for the release of their latest record. I want to get the backstory, a sense of their intent, and their motivation around the new release. I found that given the opportunity in a relaxed setting, they feel free to open up about life and the challenges of being a professional musician. Christian Scott Atunde Ajua is well-received in the jazz world, but it is his transcendent level of creativity and his mission to unite us all by breaking down barriers within the construct of music that define him as a leader in this time. I had the chance to chat with Christian, and as is often the case, we ran over on time and we just let it roll. So this is part one of the two-part series. Enjoy Uh, Hello, hello. Welcome to the Station Tapes. Today, it is a great honor to welcome Mr. Christian Scott Atunde Adua. How are you?
1: I'm fantastic. How are you?
0: I am well. And every time I say your name, Uh. I realize that when I type it, it always auto corrects to attuned. Oh,
1: wow. (laughs) And it took
0: me a little while to realize that that was some sort of cosmic statement. Yeah,
1: that's kind of apropos, that's cool, I like it.
0: So, uh, we are talking uh, just a couple of weeks before uh, we go to the 61st Grammy Awards, and I want to say congratulations on your nomination for the Emancipation Procrastination
1: in Best Contemporary Instrumental Album. Well, no, Well, thank you, but also congratulations to you as well. We are thrilled. Yeah, we're going to have a good time.
0: Um, I'd like to kind of talk about the arc of your Rope and Ope experience to start. Um, As we prepare for your next release, Ancestral Recall, which uh, by the time this airs, people will have some very interesting information about this project, but um, let's go back we started with stretch music. Yeah. Now you, of course, have, you know, are, are, are uh, pedigreed, as they say, in the jazz world. And you had some records um, that established your name uh, in that world. Mm. But we, we seem to, you know, start to move in a particular direction with stretch music.
1: Uh, yeah we, we wanted to 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 divert from um from some of those spaces in that um, part of what we were building, the intention behind the music and the sound, you know the focal point became a little bit different in that you know we've sort of learned that it, yeah it just it, it, it made more sense to try and create music that actually had something to do with the experiences we were having in our lives. And you know, to try and create a genre blind space um, that tried to acculturate as many different vernacular and modes of operating uh, from disparate cultural groups and music into one space became more important. You know, you know, we 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 live uh, in a world that you know globalism happened, right? And um, you know, it's it's no longer an era where you make. Uh, you know, where you make records in a garage anymore and it's a band full of guys in your neighborhood. You know, after I get off this this call with you, I can call someone in Mumbai and make music with them and they can call someone and I cry and make music with them. So, you know, the, the sound is more global now. And so, we, you know, we needed to try and figure out a way to, to, to sort of marry all of these seemingly disparate cultural groups and music. Um, to you know to 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 sort of create art that actually harkened to the types of experiences that we were seeing in our actual realities.
0: so it's a re- it's a reflection of ha- of how you see the world changing and then an application to the music itself to 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 more accurately represent that.
1: yeah, that's that's perfectly it, you know I think um, but but also you know I, I don't I don't want to to not be fully honest. I think, you know, some aspects of my reality don't. You know, doesn't. You know, they don't look that way, right? Um, obviously, and I, I'm an American, um, an African American, and um, you know, not all facets of my reality are um, are are a utopia, and so I think a lot of it was also us trying to. To figure out a way to musically try and heal people and solve some of the problems um, that have sort of systemically existed in this space uh, through like loving and healing energy in music, you know, but also, um, you know, very honest energy in music. So, I so I think there's sort of two tenets to the stretch music concept. The first one is that seeing that uh, it is the sameness between cultural groups. Um, And and our proximity to each other uh, in lieu of our differences that actually make us beautiful and that, you know, we have this opportunity to be one of the first generations uh, on this planet to actually go about the business of breaking down a lot of these really old and pejorative ideas about different cultural groups, Um, you know, to break those things down in a way that shows that we respect and have reverence for all of our human brothers um, you know, that was really important to us. And then to also be really sincere in what it was that we were trying to communicate about our experiences. Um, I think, you know, all too often in creative improvised music or jazz music, if that's the, um, the, 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 the descriptors that you're going to use, you know, most musicians are, con- are concerned with being profound, but not so many of them are concerned with being sincere. So I think there's a, a large intention for people to 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 create really profound music, but not so many folks are interested in creating sincere music about their experiences. And so, you know, it was important to us to try and create a, a, a sonic landscape and a backdrop that sort of focused a more um, honest reading when you're improvising. And I think that, that that's part of what the stretch music concept is built on fascinating
0: i you know a lot you you do reference other artists and and sincerity and there are a lot of different ways that people can go about uh being a musician Mm
1: -hmm.
0: um what is it about you um that that sets you on this path of vision and and having such a sense of purpose around each of the albums that that you put out
1: is well i think um I think a lot of it really just comes from my um my familiar background, you know, my family, how I grew up, you know. Um I grew up as a part of a tribal structure. Um I grew up in a space where um you were shown that uh that there isn't one narrative to uh to the American Republic and that, you know, You know, I learned very early on that dispelling singular narratives about entire groups of people um, is a very important uh, thing to do. Um, Because, you know, we're all thousands of stories and I think there's so much harm that is done to communities, um, you know, based in maligning everyone as being one thing. Like, look at what's going on right now at the border, right? So, So, So that was something that I was, you know, really aware of as a child, and I think it sort of um, inundated my musical and creative spaces. You know, it is important to me uh, to make sure that the things that I do creatively uh, help people um, through their journey navigating other people, right? And, and so, so I think the focal point and the intentions in these records may be a little bit different, uh, than some of my peers, uh, in that, you know, my background and upbringing is a very, really, it's a really, really specific one, you know, Mm -hmm. coming, being born into a chiefdom, you know? Yes.
0: Uh, I, I'm curious if there were, if there are particular writers or world leaders that influenced you along the way, um.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, I I certainly. I mean, you know, a, a lot of them, you know, will I I like sort of uh you know, what I'll say the the artist as a world leader. Yes. You know. Um but but I think if if we mean sort of more in terms of just the the political um spaces. Um you know, I don't want to give the impression that, you know, the the world is, you know, is blowing itself up. Uh, because, you know, there are lots of places that I go when we tour and when we travel where people are really making concerted efforts to try and figure out how to live in harmony together and to build uh, legitimate resources for um, for the citizenry in certain countries and certain spaces. Um, you know, the American experiment uh, isn't going as well as planned in some spaces, depending on, you know, where you are and who you are and what your viewpoint is. but. You know, but but you know, as 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 a as a young man, you know, I was always sort of um, fascinated by Kofi Annan. You know, obviously Barack Obama was a, a very polarizing figure when he was in power, but you know, in hindsight, when people look back at parts of his contribution, it's very um, it's very difficult to find a more captivating and sort of um, you know. I just think he had this way of um of articulating the better side of our nature. Um and and for that reason he was a, a hero of mine. Um Agreed, you know, so, so, you know, so, so, so yeah, they're definitely people that fit in in that sphere. You know, I'm also, I'm, you know, I think it's kind of trending the Ruth Ginsburg uh, situation is, is trending a little bit, but you know, this is, you know, I would read her writings when I was in high school, you know, like I had a really, really great English teacher that was certainly a leftist and uh, she would speak to her a lot. So I learned a lot about her when I was younger. So, you know, you know it's it's not all bad. In other words, you know. Understood. Yeah, and
0: and this is a this is an area that fascinates me because I think that while so many things are changing, it's also, uh, you know, where we get our leadership from that is changing pretty dramatically. Uh, you mentioned your family and
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, chieftains, uh, the New Orleans culture. Um, mm-hmm. You know, in the past there were there were generally either uh people from a church background Mm -hmm. which was very powerful we are speaking here on uh martin luther king jr's uh the holiday uh martin luther king jr day um but people like uh james baldwin people like malcolm x uh uh, people like muhammad ali uh Mm -hmm. there were sports figures um but uh it's not always or it hasn't been always musicians um but I seem to I feel like we're coming into a time where musicians can be those leaders and ambassadors to the world and bring that positive message. So yeah, I, I think
1: that's why you know, I think the artist is a very um Yeah, there's 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 a there's a lot of potential to create, you know, you know, some really beautiful change in that artists are the Folks in our culture and our society that sort of exist on the fringes of all of the different cultures, and so that puts them in a very um, specific space. You know, it, it's it's a very different um, space than a than a politician can occupy, right? Um, you know, I I'm a, a person that's you know sort of had. At moments where in one in one sense, you know, I could be in Osaka, Japan playing in a, a bar room uh, full of folks that may like jazz or be in the jazz, but that might not be their swing at all. And that's a very different culture uh, from, you know, maybe being in a, a village and, uh, you know, outside of Accra uh, playing and then maybe playing at, you know, the Royal Albert Hall for the Queen of England for the BBC prom. So like, Those are, you know, artists are, you know, they're sort of transient in a very cool way in that they actually get to exist in all cultural spaces at the same time. And I think for that reason, you know, in this generation, they're really poised uh, to be able to affect change. And, And so, you know, I also need to make it clear in that, you know, anytime someone changes your mind to the degree where you have a complete 360 turnaround, a 180, excuse me, in terms of what you are thinking that you are going to do in terms of what you're going to procure and build for your family and for your children that haven't got there, I think that kind of speaks for itself for anyone that's listening to this and and, and considering where, uh, what types of business structures actually make the most sense in terms of a comprehensive and holistic approach to actually building something. Like it was clear that it was an intention of yours to build a community as opposed to just having a record label that shoved records down people's throats. Like that, that's not what we build at Roper though. So, so yeah, it's different.
0: Excellent. Excellent. I mean, our hope uh, is, and I, and I've noticed um, in, in this process of working with you that while there's a certain amount of risk, um, mm-hmm. our hope is that, um n- knowing that the business is not an obstacle uh then the creativity uh and the vision can really flow yeah uh, more more
1: effectively
0: you know i'm fortunate because i don't i don't really know music that well right i'm not a musician so i you know I, it's I, always I
1: weird know. to me when you say that though because of your observations about the records <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but i mean i hear I, I hear you but it's like you know what what you've intimated to me about all of the recordings that we've um, partnered on uh, it doesn't seem to me that you don't know anything about music. You know?
0: Well, I guess I just was. Ne- I guess I, I I was never told or raised in an, in in a situation where um, I, I I I I knew I didn't know enough to say I don't really know. You know, mm. I mean, yeah. I don't I, and, and, and I'll take it right back to, you know, the next record, which is the Centennial Trilogy. And, you know, your your stated intent with that record is to sort of dispel some of the uh, notions of what mm. jazz is and was and will be. Uh, mm. And I think that, you know, your process there and just in the intent is to sort of tell people who know things that they need to rethink them. You know, huh. that, and so that's, you know, that's my tie in right there. I, 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 I knew enough to know uh, that, uh, you know, this business is changing and I, and I don't know. I don't have all the answers. So I'm not going to I'm not going to tell somebody who like yourself, who, who uh, is clearly inspired and pedigreed and, and 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 motivated that I know better, you know, right. um, so that that
1: was my advantage is kind of coming into it from a different space. Um, but I think it's also important to, you know, well, one, I appreciate that, but I, you know, I think a big part of it is also, you know, when, when, when people are building things at a, as a collective, all of the different perspectives need to be seen as valid in order to build. Obviously we understand the, the necessity to have leaders and, and the necessity to create a focal point and an intention a purpose and a mission behind what it is that you're doing it to go in a direction. But no one wants to be a part of a dynamic where their voice is not going to be heard right and so i I think you know that's really more of what 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 I'm speaking to um you know in terms of you know what what you intimated a, a minute ago about um you know telling those who know you know you know maybe that they don't know or maybe that you know they they have to sort of reconsider some things. You know, I, I think it is an important, um, I think we live in a moment now where human beings have to, to start to 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 exhibit some agency and their ability to reevaluate the things that they think, right? And so, you know, the next record, Ancestral Recall is kind of built on that as a mantra, right? You know, it's about reevaluation, like, you know, I'm not a person that believes everything that I think, um, and I'm constantly in a space where I'm constantly challenging myself, right? And I I think that is a very healthy thing for, for a person to do because you concluding that the things that you feel and think are paramount, that actually can really hurt people. You know, it actually has the ability to hurt other people. And I think my perspective is, you know, being born as an identical twin um, has also afforded me a lot in that, you know, I don't think the things that I think are paramount in every moment. And I don't think that, um, you know, my, the things that I want to convey in all moments are the only things that need to be said because I grew up in a context where I constantly had to reference someone else's perspective. And, you know, there are experiences that I have with my twin brother where, from an outsider's perspective, they can look at us both, they can look at the both of us experiencing something and conjecture that our interpretation of what we're experiencing is going to be the same. But my experience with him has shown me that I can have the polar opposite interpretation of of something that he's seeing right next to me. And we are identical in every way that you can possibly fathom. Right, uh, but we have completely contrasting ideas about something that we've experienced together. So, so no, it's it's important to weigh the things that we think, you know. And, and I think that's really more the, the intention. Perfect. And, and so
0: Ancestral Recall is set for release in March of
1: 2019.
0: Some wise words as usual from Christian Scott Atunde Adjua to wrap up part one. Tune in next week for more. And thank you for tuning in to The Station Tapes. If you like what we do, please subscribe on Mixcloud at 21Soul. You can also find us on Stitcher, iTunes, Google, and wherever else pods are cast. Our video interview series is available on YouTube at Ropeadoke99, and you can find out more about the artists we speak with at ropeadoke.com. I want to give a special thanks to the 21 Soul team Nick Perry and Steven Yashevsky on production, Larry Yetman on video, and the great Fabian Brown on the creativity and positive energy tip. Our theme song is Red Hook Soul by saxophonist Michael Blake. You can find more of that at michaelblake.bandcamp.com or on your favorite streaming service. And finally, thanks to all of you out there who keep the flame burning for independent quality music, to the musicians who pour their creativity into the world, and to those of you who are taking the time to listen. We hope you enjoy the show.